Welcome to the Hack My Solar Podcast, providing off-grid solutions for an on-grid world. Our goal is to give you ideas, information, and hacks that you can implement in your own life to increase your self-sufficiency and independence. Hey everyone and welcome to the Hack My Solar podcast. This is Sean Mills and uh, today we're going to talk about how do solar panels work. So specifically photovoltaic panels, how do they work? How do they create sunlight or turn sunlight into electricity and you know just how they work what what's the science right uh and and i'm not going to go into what the photovoltaic effect is and things like that but generally how they work uh because if you understand how they work then you can understand things that you should or shouldn't do uh, to maintain high levels of efficiency in your system. And if you're going to spend the money to put a system in place, you might as well utilize it in the most efficient way possible. So solar or photovoltaic uh, panels work by converting light energy from the sun or photons, that's, you know, photo, photons, photovoltaic, into electricity uh, through, as I mentioned before, the photovoltaic effect. Um, in 1839, 1839 that was, uh, a French physicist built the first ever photovoltaic cell. And he was only 19 years old when he did it, so a pretty smart guy. But the first practical photovoltaic cell was demonstrated by Bell Labs in 1954. Uh, early on, they were primarily used in space. Now, on uh, October 4th, 1955, the first uh, solar-powered telephone call was made near Americus, Georgia. Uh, by the late 90s, we were getting uh, solar-powered um, uh, calculators uh, in, in schools. So uh, it took us quite a while, over 100 years, to go from the first cell to the first practical cell that really generated a decent amount of electricity. But uh, w- with the space race and the money that flowed into that type of um, research, uh, you know, with the next 50 or so years, there were just absolute leaps and bounds. So uh, a solar panel is a collection of solar cells. So the solar cells uh, are made up of semiconductors, and semiconductors absorb the photons. All right, so photons are, again, the light energy coming from the sun. Uh, and they cause electrons to get excited and break free. Now, those electrons are converted into usable DC electricity. Uh, now, solar cells are arrangements of silicon sandwiches, quote-unquote, where one layer is activated with boron and the other activated with phosphorus. So if you're looking at a sandwich, a solar sandwich, you know, your bread are the uh, silicone wafers and you've got, you know, peanut butter or boron on one side and jelly or phosphorus on the other side. Uh, these uh, elements help charge um you know the uh, um, the, the cell itself help create potential or more potential, um, and then it also helps direct the free electrons into the wiring once that potential is turned into actual free electrons or energy. So the key to remember here is that the light energy that's converted to 
uh, or it, I'm sorry, the key <laughs> to remember is that it's the light energy that is converted to usable electricity. So when you're siding a group of solar panels, uh, also known as a array, so again, a collection of cells is a panel and a collection of panels is an array, uh, you should do what's called an insulation analysis. Not insulation like uh, the stuff in your walls, insulation, soul being the key uh, word there. Uh, it, that's a fancy phrase for looking at whether or not you're going to have full sun hitting the panels or if there's going to be shadows cast from structures or vegetation. Uh, now, part of this analysis will also be determining how much full sun you get in your area and using that information to determine how many panels you need to charge your battery bank. Uh, so this is this you know this talk is about how do panels work, uh, but now that you've got a basic understanding of how panels work, here are a few things to remember that can reduce the amount of energy your panels can produce. Uh, so a buildup of dust, pollen, or leaves, uh, high temperatures, and wire resistance. Uh, if you let your panels get dirty or accumulate leaves or snow, well, it should be quite obvious that the light can't reach the covered up cells, which will then logically result in less energy production. Uh, now, when your panels heat up, they also become less efficient. So, remember when I talked about the electron, I'm sorry, excuse me, the electron becoming excited and breaking free? Well, the hotter the individual cell gets, the less potential there is between the different electrons because the ones that are at rest are already a little excited. Uh, you know, so when the photon hits that electron, it excites it so much that it runs off and turns into electricity well when that thing's hot it's already kind of excited so there's less potential energy there to to uh to draw uh, as a matter of fact, when sunlight shines in through your window and heats the air in your house, this is specifically due to excited particles. Uh, so uh, it's no different with a solar panel. Now, I've, I've touched on ohms before. In the first podcast, I talked about the size of a garden hose being kind of the limiter on how much water can flow through, and that being similar to resistance, which is measured in ohms. But uh, just remember that current is measured in amps, and wire resistance simply means that smaller wires cannot handle high amps, okay? Uh, that's why we use ideas such as stepping up the voltage to reduce the number of amps required to move the same amount of energy. So we've said before, amps times volts always equal watts. So if the wattage is remaining sta uh, steady, reducing one number, so reducing uh, uh, amps, has to increase the other one, volts, and, and vice versa. So if we increase the voltage, we decrease the current, and therefore we get less resistance in the wire. Uh, so that's something to think about uh, when we talk about how to create a solar array. We'll talk about using combiner boxes to do just that to step that voltage up and uh, that allows us to use a smaller diameter cable which in some instances uh, can can produce pretty substantial savings so thanks for joining us today uh, that's all we're going to talk about like i said just wanted to talk about how solar panels work and uh, looking forward to talking to you again soon